0: initiating startup secrets
1: you are now plugged in hey guys thanks for tuning in to episode 213 of the plug and play podcast I'm your host Zach and alongside me as always on the lovely couch is Tim welcome minions he remembered this week guys so you don't have to riot commit suicide or plan on overthrowing the Plug and Play podcast. So, Tim, first half taste of treats is...
2: Backwoods Brewing Big Cedar India Red Ale.
1: So, it's an IRA first instead of an I, I, IPA? Yeah,
2: we need to mix it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, especially this time of year, um, Is this we, a, we need to get dark. We need to bring back some stouts and some porters eventually. I mean, we let's do have look, a
1: 2016... Let's, uh, let's
2: look at this maybe as a transition. Um, okay. Going brown, then we'll go black. So go black, we'll...
1: brown, India brown.
2: Yeah, I don't I'm not sure what the India part is. Yeah, that's um, weird, huh? I, maybe the
1: hop. Maybe the the hop or the okay, IPA
2: has like a clear historical precedent. It was like to to stay good and ship casks over a long journey. But
1: maybe this comes out of India.
2: I don't. I think I think it's ultimately a bullshit name, but whatever. It's a red ale, which is kind of neighbor, I believe, to an amber, if if I'm not mistaken. Um, but this has a hop-forward flavor, balanced with a sweet and roasty malt finish. I
1: have a lot of sediment in mine.
2: Mm. Well, don't tip it back too far, then. I can't tell with my glass, because there's a design on it. Um, maybe that's the malt finish. I don't know. It's got a floral aroma mm. with citrus and pine. It's a, a mellow 50 IBUs and a hearty 6.5 ABV. Sweet. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, chunky. That's interesting. I I am picking up the floral, not so much the pine. There's definitely some hops in this, so it's de- it's not like you're an amber. I take back what I said. I honestly don't know what an IRA is like. What what that means? I kind of want to look into it now. Means chunky. Don't revoke my beer nerd card, please. I still haven't made it to uh, that brewery, by the way, to get the official beer nerd beer.
1: Oh, right and nerdy. Yeah. Backwoods brew. Not yeah. Backwoods Brewing. It's uh, the one right next to your. Kid's place.
2: Yeah, that's why I, I thought I was going to go, but then she didn't want to go this week, last week. It's um, Brothers Cascadia, which you still haven't been to. I've been to. There's a CrossFit gym right next to it.
1: Why don't you go there?
2: Because it's too far from my house. But that would be epic. Like, do a workout, grab a beer. That'd be so good.
1: Or do a beer, then a workout, then a no, beer. Yes! No. <laughs> Best idea ever! No. Beer, I win. Beer bur- I win.
2: Okay, this win. is how it works. You do beer burpees, you barf.
1: Beer burpees barf beer bro. That should be like
2: a t-shirt, or beer barbells break your back. I don't know. It's a bad idea to do alcohol before workout. Maybe after, although you should drink water too.
1: Nation, and in water is water beer.
2: in beer. Sure, okay. All right, Tim. What have you been up to? This Speaking week? of beers, um, we Saturday night went out with our friend Megan to Underbar, which I believe we mentioned on this podcast before. But in case we haven't, or you hadn't heard the episode, it is a small bar, um. One story, it's de- literally underneath the bar, it's right next to I Like Comics. Um, oh, nice. that's so cool! Great location. And where you know where I like comics, is. no, but where next door uh, to the right or left? I don't know, it's like, like lit-
1: in the same building, yeah. Oh, yeah, what the fuck?
2: It's really, it, yeah, you go down some stairs, they're all decorated for Halloween right now. There's lots of skulls and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, it's a little too brightly lit. And one time when I was there, they dimmed the lights down, they should just honestly leave it that way. Um, because they're going for the speakeasy vibe, and it's just not quite there. It's almost there. It's like two-thirds of the way there. It's just a little bit too... I'll go have a talk with them. You should. Um, because they just opened a couple months ago, and I want them to succeed. Their cocktails are excellent. Um, I really like the way they do the old-fashioned. What's and-
1: pricing? Uh, expensive. Mo- yeah,
2: but most cocktails of that nature are uh, old fashions. Well,
1: I mean, is it, like, outrageously expensive? Outrageously,
2: no. Uh, cocktails range from the 10 to $13 range. That's not bad. That's honestly typical. And they make a really good mule. They have two versions, at least two versions of mule.
1: They have a Moscow?
2: Well, I don't know. There's a lot of floral stuff in that, in there, a mule. And then uh, my wife was enjoying the raspberry one. It was a very fruity mule. Hmm. It was good. Um. Anyway, we were there to watch Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures is running a series of four.
1: I need to record these bastards.
2: You should, because I won't, I missed the first one already. But they're all in Astoria, Um. different hauntings. So cool! And the last episode we watched was pretty cool. It was a hostel turned hotel. Um, Wait,
1: can we go? Can we? Go? We like hostels, Tim. Tim. Uh, yeah, Tim. We, we could like totally hostels. stay
2: there. So they have a haunted basement that apparently like used to be host to like cockfighting and bear uh, bare knuckle fighting. Um, can so, we do like, some
1: bare knuckle fighting down there, Tim?
2: Well, yeah, but like a lot of violence, which I guess attracted yes. some demonics. Sp- they think there's like yes! a, a portal there for demons to come through to like you know. Demons love blood. They like, like, they crave. As the physical do realm. I. So anyway, a lot of people have have felt not possessed, but um, kind of smothered down there. They get the sensation of someone grabbing the base of their spine,
1: or just like really which is a sensation
2: it. I could probably get through my whole life without experiencing. Um,
1: that, no, let's do this. Uh, We're gonna go down there. So three they, bloody
2: Marys. They had a lot of camera malfunctions. Like cameras just shutting themselves off. They also, cho- I, I don't know. So there, there was a host there for this event, and he was not in that particular episode. He's more of like a technical um, advisor, I guess you'd say. Okay. Um, so, but he kind of introduced the episode, talked about some things, you know, behind the scenes. It was cool, and I don't know if he sort of appreciated our table like laughing sometimes.
1: You're like, yes,
2: well, some yes. of the equipment was kind of hokey. Like, mother, they have these I, mother, these. They have these machines that generate white noise. Yeah. And then
1: they're supposed to be able to talk through it, yes.
2: Yeah, but I mean that's the whole thing. It's random noise generator. You're gonna you're gonna hear what you want to hear. Yeah. And uh, there was another thing too that like when you scan a room, it was not a heat sensor. I'm not sure what how exactly it was. Speaking
1: sc- about like the uh magnetism.
2: Something, but like they picked out this, hu- this humanoid shape like coming down the stairs. It was literally like a stick figure and it just looked really hokey and I just laughed out loud at that point and I caught some side eye from that guy. <laughs> it's just like, okay, this is dumb. But I mean the, the eyewitness testimony was honestly more compelling than their their weird tech. But it kinda made me want to get some of this shit and play around with it, honestly. Why noise? Yeah, just rah, 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 and, like pushes noise out and then you record Run it. And, 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 <laughs> I don't. It wasn't quite like that. Anyway, it was a good time. We watched the episode. We had drank some cocktails.
1: Were they like refilling your glasses or was it kind of like when we go to the uh, place in Seattle where they're like, All right, drink cut off. Nobody else is allowed in.
2: It filled up about midway through the episode. Actually, some kids were there, but I say kids because they're they, like 21. They look like babies. They look yeah. like they were 12. They actually left when the episode started. I think they were scared. It was cute. It's adorable. That's, wow. Okay. But the place filled up pretty much. We got. He came to our table initially, but um, after that, we kind of had to go to the bar to get our drinks. Um, so that was a good time. Um, then I am continuing to watch uh, horror movies with my daughter for October.
1: Yes, raise her right, raise her right. Yes,
2: I'll be watching one later this week, which we'll talk about next week. But today, I'm going to talk about The Shining, which is a classic. The hell's uh, The horror. Shining? The Shining is the story of a writer and his family who stay at the overlook hotel through the winter so there's a long 25 mile road um to this like this uh resort but in the winter that road gets just snowed over
1: so much it's not worth plowing it is this like the two twin girls the twin girls are part of that so isn't there like a dude like with like a bald head or something too
2: there's a chef i think who might be bald i can't remember now but he's not a big part of it um so anyway, this family is basically trapped in Is that the
1: dude that has like the goes to the door and goes Ah
2: No. With like an axe? There's an axe, but he doesn't go blah he blah like, blah.
1: He like shoves his head through like a door. Yes,
2: and the famous line is here's Johnny. okay. I don't know that there's not blah 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 blah. <laughs> no, it's here's Johnny.
1: <laughs> I watched the porn version, don't
2: worry about it. Okay. There's also a huge reference in it in Ready Player One, if you saw that. I never saw that. Okay.
1: It's a movie, right? Yeah, so Jack <laughs>
2: Nicholson is what makes this movie. Like, he, his facial expressions, like...
1: A young Jack Nicholson, holy shit!
2: Yeah, he's he's the best part of this. There are the messed up things, like you referenced, the twin girls. There's, at one point, this awesome scene that plays a couple times of blood just cascading down a hallway, which is epic. That's cool. It's pretty epic. Um, there's this weird scene of a furry blowjob, which is un- not, totally not explained. Um, hmm. Like they go by this Makes door, sense. and there's this guy in a bear costume or dog costume, blowing a dude, and it's like just out of nowhere. <laughs> and like, I told my daughter, okay, that there is a weird scene of um of furry porn, and she's like, "What? No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. There really is a scene of furry." She's porn. like, "No,
1: there's not, Dad."
2: And then, sure enough, there was. Um, there's an also an awesome hedge maze in the in the movie. That's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, the hedge maze is epic. So the hotel is kind of interesting. It's uh, based on two hotels. The exterior is actually the Timberline Lodge, close oh, to yeah. us, up in Mount Hood. But the interior is more of—I think it's called the Harvey Hotel somewhere else, like a completely different state.
1: I think that's like in—I uh, think that's like in the middle of the U.S. in like a dry, arid desert.
2: So yeah, the Timberline Lodge is very rustic inside. Looks nothing like the movie.
1: What, what's the other one?
2: The uh, Harvey, I believe.
1: I'm gonna just Google really quick while you're talking.
2: Um, so I want to go there because we have stayed overnight at the Overlook, and they actually play The Shining. Not, I said the Overlook. I'm at the Timberline Lodge. Um, it's so on Route
1: 66. Route 66.
2: It was cool to watch the movie there. Um, we did that for that's cool. brother-in-law's birthday one year. That was awesome. Nice. Some of my favorite birthday celebrations for anybody. Um, and his birthday's coming up actually, which is uh the why we're going to see a movie um this weekend. Which movie? Uh, Bubba Hotep. Okay, cool. Um, maybe I'll play a trailer for that next, next e- week. Next episode. Nice. But, yeah. That's, Spoiler alerts. That's kind of what I went up to. Sweet.
1: What about you? Uh, I went to Guy's Night.
2: Is that what we're calling it now?
1: Yeah. Not calling,
2: um, not calling Magic Night anymore?
1: Yeah, because we didn't fucking play any goddamn Magic. So, what'd you do? Fucking sat around and, like, talked, which is boring. And then. I mean, that's uh, kind of what
2: we're doing right now.
1: I mean, yeah, but. Yeah, true. Um, we also played like uh, the rafting on Mario Party. Cool. Um, but it just happened to, like it was like every half an hour like we tr- started to get like. I have to, get, to like, jump
2: in because I'm going to forget this thought. Have you ever figured out if when you combine two Switches in Mario Party. I don't think
1: you can go more than four people.
2: That's not what I'm going to ask. Okay. Do both Switches have to have the game? Don't know. Okay. Sorry. Continue.
1: Um, But everybody keeps asking me. Well, you got to be able to play more than four people on Mario Party. I'm like.
2: No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I think you're right about that.
1: Um, So it just so happened, like, every time like we were about ready to really start a magic game, it was like somebody would call and be like, I'll be there in five. And I'd be like, fuck, okay, so we'll wait for them. And then I'd like, be like, oh, we'll be there in five. And then all of a sudden, like, 10 o'clock rolls around. I was like, I'm fucking out of here. I've been here for like five hours. Oh, wow. And, like, you showed up at five? I showed up at like six, so four hours. And we played, like, a little bit of Mario Party, drank a lot of beer. I mean, that didn't sound terrible. Home. No, but like... But you wanted some magic. Well, not only that, but I had something else going on the next night, so I was trying to get home before my wife went to bed so we could hang out for a little bit. Um, So I went home. Um, The next day was a childhood friend of mine's bachelor party, Um, which they like... We all met up at a steakhouse in downtown Portland. Which one? Don't know, because we didn't make it in like Tasty and Alder or something.
2: Tasty and Sons.
1: No, it was something tasty and all there, I think. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, but we got there and they were like, it's a five-hour wait. Do you have a reservation? And I was like, we should have a reservation. It's a bachelor party. We've known about this for a while. And they're like, no. And I was like, oh.
2: So it wasn't planned well is what you're saying.
1: Okay. Um. No, so we planned to do like four different things. Mm-hmm. And the only thing we actually made it to that was on the list was the Multnomah Whiskey Library. Um, which again, we didn't have reservations for. So we had to stand downstairs, which I, I
2: was really afraid that was going to happen for you on the weekend. Like a group of how many people? Five. Yeah. I was like, there's no way you're getting upstairs. Well, know, I- not
1: only that, we didn't get a seat downstairs.
2: Oh, it was wow.
1: literally standing downstairs. So I tried, uh, my very first Scotch whiskey, which was a Glen 12 year old, Nice. uh, 43 43- Uh, 43%. It's a Lowland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Um, And it wasn't bad.
2: Okay, cool. Um, I I like smooth scotches. Some people like the peaty smotches. This was very peaty. It was peaty, okay. it
1: was very peaty. But you liked it? Um, But it was good, yeah. Okay. Um, And then I found the bottle of whiskey I've been looking for.
2: Yeah. Why are you obsessed with this particular bottle?
1: Because it's like the OG family that started like whiskey in the United States that okay. was continuing to make it underneath the same family until 2014. The problem with this bottle is I probably would have paid for it mm-hmm. for a glass. Um, but it was the 2014. And I they I don't know when they got bought out in 2014. Yeah. So if it was a 2013, I would have paid for it.
2: Yeah, that, that seems to defeat the purpose. It was also
1: $180 for an ounce. One ounce. Well, isn't that what the normal pour is?
2: I think it's an ounce a quarter, ounce okay. and a half.
1: Ounce and a half, whatever, 180 bucks. The most expensive whiskey that they have in the entire Malinowa whiskey library.
2: Yeah, you should be really sure that's the right year before you spend that kind of money. Yeah, so uh, I would I would keep that one on your bucket list for now. I'm glad you didn't bite the bullet this that time.
1: No, did not do that. Um, and then we have family photos on Sunday, so that's why I did this week.
2: Cool. Do you think? You have any idea how they turned out, or?
1: I mean, the one I've seen so far turned out really good. So.
2: Cool. We are have that coming up t- soon as well.
1: Do you? I was very impressed uh, with the train tracks. So if you guys get a chance, you guys haven't done family train track photos. They were fun. Cool.
2: She so. seems to take people to the same spot, so we probably will go there. Probably. So. Cool. You ready? Uh, tackle some news.
1: Um. Yeah. Sure. Let's talk some news.
2: So good news for all you folks out there on PlayStation with uh, usernames that you picked when you were 17 and now regret, like Big Balls 69 or
1: I like Vagina 69 69 69
2: -2. I think that's a little too long to actually work, but sure. Um, PS name changes are finally coming soon. Uh, early sort of. Early 2000 sort of. 2019. Admit it's only sort of, Tim. Why don't you go ahead and list the exclusions or problems or?
1: Whatever, I don't have font. the article pulled up. So
2: The caveats, um, the feature is compatible to, with PlayStation 4 games published after April 1st, 2018, and a large majority of the most played PS4 games that were released before this date. However, please note that not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, and PSV systems are guaranteed to support. The online ID chains and users may occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. If for any reason Battlefield's ex- like
1: and you can't play our game because you have two fucking names. Fuck you, man.
2: If for any reason you experience issues after changing your ID, you can revert back to your original ID for free at any time, but you will only be able to revert once during the preview program. Reverting back to an old ID will resolve most issues called by the ID change. In addition, when this feature officially launches, a list of compatible games published before April first, twenty eighteen, will be provided. On Places.com not com for reference before we make the change. So I plan to keep playing Vita games. I don't play PS3 games as much, but this does make me pause about trying to get my name to be the same as it's always been on other platforms.
1: So you're looking for Lonely Controller. Oh,
2: never mind, okay. Not not Big Ball sixty nine or whatever you're thinking.
1: Oh, which by the way. So say if your username was let's say uh, ninja God 69 sure. sure and you change it to let's say the logger or something stupid like that the ninja God 69 can still never be used that's good so you are like because it's still technically really your PlayStation username it's just being masked is all it's doing.
2: Steam kind of does something like that right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: Well, let's put something users ask for. Plus, Sony's at least trying.
1: I, I mean, yeah, they're trying.
2: Let's talk about phones.
1: Okay. Pixel two, bro.
2: No, this this is not as good as that. In fact, this is actually pretty stupid. Oh no! Have you heard of Palm? Remember them?
1: I remember Palm. I have not heard of them recently, but they're yes. back. Wait, what? They've God. got
2: a new phone. It's a tiny phone to keep you away from your real phone.
1: Wait. So it's like a phone that plugs into your other phone.
2: Nope, it costs three hundred fifty dollars. What? You can't buy it by itself. It's only available as an add-on to a current line. I'm so confused. It shares your phone number. It's a so you
1: have two phones with one phone number.
2: Yep, it's a phone designed for you to use on the weekends when you're going out for evening, or just generally when you want to be a little less distracted by your big phone with all its apps. So basically, it's super basic. It only runs a couple apps. It's got a They're shitty all camera. Google. Like it's tiny. Look at how-
1: yeah, I'm looking at it right now.
2: So it's a. It's been. It's being built as a. Minimal- it
1: literally has YouTube and email, which are the two of the biggest things. That, like so I spend my fucking time on.
2: It's appropriate that Palm is doing that because that's about all that the Palms could handle. Really, it's a minimalist phone, is what they're going for. It's like so that you, I don't. I don't know. It seems really stupid. I'm not getting it. Okay. I'm kind of curious who is getting it. Um, so it, it works with your current phone number, but you still have to pay an additional.
1: Let us know how it works, Q. Yeah.
2: Um, honestly, it looks worse than a Windows phone.
1: It is worse than a Windows phone. So going on the higher. This next one's even fucking worse.
2: Going on the higher end of specs, uh, (laughs) this Chinese phone manufacturer, thats a big manufacturer actually, Huawei, debuted three new products at a launch event yesterday. Um. So, Richard Yu, the UI executive in charge of their business, hyped the Mate 20X on stage, not just for its apparent superior cooling technology, but also for the ways it's apparently better than the Switch. So, he pointed out that the Mate 20X has a 7.2-inch screen as opposed to the Switch's 6.2. The Mate 20X is 1080p, whereas the Switch is only 720p in handheld mode.
1: Oh, dear God. And
2: according to you, the Mate 20's battery life is also twice that of the switches but that's not all what really apparently makes the mate 20 a switch killer is apparently it's a it has it's a gamepad add-on which includes an analog stick and a d-pad and it attaches to the left side of the phone i'm gonna show you a picture
1: oh i'm looking at the fucking photo this looks stupid god damn it looks like a fucking switch
2: no does it no that's not what you should oh ride. the end gear no do you do you remember before the the 3ds like, some games wanted an analog stick, so there was this weird add-on you could put on your DS. I don't
1: remember that whatsoever. Never. There
2: was this thing. that was a real, I'm looking at it right here. That's something you could just, you could bolt onto your Switch. That's a
1: legitimate... No, to your DS.
2: To your DS. Before 3DS. It was a way to have an analog and stick. And
1: your 3DS also, apparently, because that's a 3DS in there. It has two cameras on it.
2: Oh, right. It was the new 3DS. It gets so confusing because Nintendo did so many iterations. Yeah. The new 3DS came with the analog stick. Sure. Right. Um, but there was this weird bolt on, I think it was Monster Hunter was that was the one that popularized this stupid Jesus thing. Jesus Christ. Anyway, they basically did the same thing for their phone but on the opposite side. And it looks ridiculous, but anyway, he's trying to sell this phone as being better than the Switch. Like, even if it was technically better than the Switch, it's not gonna have like games like Legend of Zelda or it's gonna have a bunch of phone games. Yeah. So anyway, that's some ridiculous phones to to laugh at this week. Another thing to laugh at this week, Zach, I want you to read this one you're getting this game.
1: I'm not getting this one. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Really? No. Okay. Fallout 76 has a sweet Platinum Edition, motherfuckers. But it doesn't have a game.
2: How much is this Platinum Edition, Zach?
1: Um, it's probably like... It's $115. Spoiler. Uh, spoiler. 115 Thanks. Um, So, includes the following items. Digital bonus. Unlock your digital version... Of this guide at game launch on 1114, With the free code included inside with interactive map, new checklist tool, essential digital, and uh, companion to your adventures. Uh, video game not included. Uh, collector's case. Safety to hold your collectibles in a premium slipcase with a foil extended logo and magnetic closure. Numbered art print, which is kind of cool I guess. And three mini journals. Um... Postcard pack, a local brew beverage coaster, um, premium dub, double-sided map poster, collector's edition guide with alternative cover and treatments, and inside the guide detailing every breakdown in, of every quest. So this is basically a, hey, fucking buy this. Let's hope you think it has a game with it. And it doesn't. So go fuck yourself. Go buy the game somewhere else. All
2: right. Sorry, my mic's away. So, you're not getting this? Is that what I'm hearing? I'm, I'm
1: not getting this game.
2: Um,
1: all right. I mean, if it's like ever on sale for like 10 dollars I'm life.
2: confused like what Fallout 76 really is. There's no NPCs, all the NPCs are played by other people, which is weird. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Doesn't look like something I'm interested in.
2: All right. You want to talk some tech?
1: Sure. So, um, you got to wait for tech talk music, bro. I'm going to. I never
2: All right. So, to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on a PC, these are the minimum specs. OS, Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 10, 64-bit versions only. A CPU of AMD FX 6300 at 3.8 GHz or Ryzen 3 at 1200. Intel Core i5 2400 at 3.1 GHz. Uh, GPU AMD Radeon R9 285 or NVIDIA GeForce GTX 660 with 2GB of VRAM, shader model 5.0, 8GB of um, RAM uh, 720p, and a targeted frame rate of 30 frames per second with a low video preset. I mean, those are very low settings. That is super low. That is probably something that my Microsoft Surface Pro could handle. Let with, me play, Tim. With stutter, I see
1: it on your screen. Let me fucking play this game.
2: Unless you use Google Project Stream.
1: Do you actually get accepted? Click the button. I can't. Give me the fucking remote. Do everything for me. I'm a stupid millennial. Click the button. So it, is this completely free for you? Like the games too?
2: Yep. I got into Google Project Stream.
1: That's cute.
2: You get uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey um, for free until January. Um, and it is completely played on the cloud and streams to your device.
1: So um, what you're saying is I need to use your account so I can play this.
2: Mm, I should have registered with Plug and Play, but I registered with my personal Gmail okay, account.
1: You just have to go try it. So, so yeah, like hand. I'm saying,
2: they handle all of the... I want to
1: hang off dicks. I want to hang off dicks. It's I want to hang off dicks. There. New game or continue?
2: Continue. You're in the very first part with the Spartans.
1: One hang off dicks.
2: This is a Spartan uh, battle. That's um.
1: It's actually running very smoothly, by the way. This is all streaming.
2: This is all streaming. There's nothing. This is
1: streaming off of my Wi-Fi. I could actually. Which I I, have. I
2: have a Microsoft Surface Pro 3 here. I could be literally on a Chromebook with like no processor whatsoever.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's right. Stab that motherfucker. Let's go hang off dicks. So this is the famous
2: battle that um the movie Three Hundred goes Spartans. over with Leonidas. Like they're like way out about manned.
1: Yes. And, uh it, yes.
2: It's important. Like the only reason they're showing this is because the characters in the game have Leonidas' spear. Okay. But it also ends up being like a tutorial for combat. But let's see, that was a more like a cutscene. This is actual gameplay now. So, Zach, what do you think?
1: Uh, it's running super fucking smooth. If I could figure out how to attack people, it's that'd be awesome. You on the screen. I can't read that. I'm too fucking blind, man.
2: I'll just mash buttons in, I guess.
1: Die! Take my pike! Shove it up your dick hole!
2: Alright, so obviously, Zach's gonna be playing with this for a while, but I'm super excited. I think I
1: just killed my own man. That's great. Um,. I'm, I'm the only one who needs to live. Fuck them. So I found out there's other statues, Zach. Yeah, I told you that. There's other dicks I can I
2: climb. I told you this. That's pretty much what I'm going to be doing from now in January. I don't care about like the, the Assassin's Order or the um, Illuminati or whatever the hell they're called in the game. I'm just to be climbing da- statue dicks. What am I supposed to be hitting? There we go. Alright, so we're gonna go Break While Zach plays us for a little bit. I'm
1: killing people!
2: We'll be right back. I am Lee tonight! Suck my dick! Some new Kickstarters and maybe some other games we've been playing. We'll see. We'll be right back.
1: Am I dying? Because I love to bleed. And we are back, tasty treats in hand. This second half brought to us by Sierra Nevada. We had it last week. Yep, had it last week. Check it out. Um, so I'm not sure it. why I
2: bought two, but I did. You ready to kick it? Well, before we kick it, let's talk a little bit more about our tech talks. We went to break. So, what did you think about Google Project Steam?
1: It was super seamless. Like it was a lot of fun. There was like no hiccups, no like tearing, no jitters, um, and. You know, I didn't feel any sort of lag whatsoever in my input, so... Sweet. Yeah, I, uh, during the break even applied for it, so we'll see if I get in. All right. good luck. All right, let's kick it.
2: Okay, before we go to new Kickstarters, let's talk about some of the we've got this week. We got a couple. We did. We finally got our Illuminated Masks.
1: We did, yeah, the, uh, what the fuck are they called again?
2: I can't remember. They're yeah, can I. the LED, not LED... They're illuminated masks that uh, strobe in time to music. And you got a skull, I got a robot face. Yep. And our friend Megan got kind of a masquerade ball sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and it works. Yeah. They definitely do strobe to music. There's all sorts of different settings. You can have them strobe automatically or light up s- solid or.
1: Or blink or.
2: Yeah. And it definitely does respond. Six different settings. It responds to music, although the music kind of has to be a little loud. I think it's almost set for like. Club. Club level of sound. Yeah. So there's that.
1: Yep. Um, and then I also got the GameCube Anthology, which is a history of the GameCube and all the games on the GameCube.
2: Yeah. It looks like a nice coffee table book.
1: Yeah, it does. If uh, I ever put on a coffee table and open it up.
2: Just go over there and open it up right now.
1: I mean, you definitely could. I would not stop. You just don't scratch it.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, maybe after the show, I'll, I'll check it out real quick. Okay. Uh, cause I'm hoping there'd be something in there about Eternal Darkness, which is one of my favorite games.
1: I'm sure if it's on GameCube, but no let's talk there.
2: about some new Kickstarters.
1: All right, what do you got for us?
2: All right, I am going to start with Footloose.
1: Footloose, um, Footloose, everybody put on their something, something shoes. So,
2: right, that was a weird '80s movie, and why don't I just play the video before I talk about it at all?
3: Okay.
1: Behold
4: the litter box to end all litter boxes. <laughs> Say hello to Footloose, the amazing automatic litter box and feline health tracker. Its rotating chamber gently sifts out clumps, preventing them from clogging or breaking off into debris. Once all the droppings are gone, the unused litter is cycled back into the chamber, ready for next time. This whole process takes just 90 seconds. And as for the odor? What odor? The waste receptacle is airtight and equipped with internal filters that control the smell. Smells like world domination. And when the waste receptacle is full, Footloose even sends you an alert. Just remove the bag. That's right, your litter box to an app. Throw it away. To And that's it. Cleaning all the devilish droppings delicately defecated by your cat is now easier than ever. No more searching, shoveling, or sifting. So this thing rotates all your cat and your cat stuck now in it, it takes two minutes <laughs> a week. I would love to see that malfunction. Footloose is over. more than just a litter box. It can also be a lifesaver. Cats often hide their pain, making it difficult to detect health problems. Luckily for you, potty behavior is a telltale sign that something's wrong. Footloose uses weight sensor to detect which cat is using it. It collects important data like when it happened, how long it took, and how much- Trashy cat. Holy food. moly, Mr. Noodles. 10 visits to the box and no urine? Time for the vet. Ever since I upgraded to Footloose, I've got so much free time, I can finally finish my album. Tell you the truth, I put the foot in the loose. Now when your kitty goes poop, you can just watch it go poof. Easy to change out the bag, ain't gotta worry about smell. Sending alerts to my app, stay up to date with the health. I swear I got so much free time, I'm so in love with my me time. I'm giving the scoopers the peace sign, I'm doing it all for the felines. The nicest box I've ever used. Headroom and privacy for days. You, you know what's my favorite litter? Stuff.
3: Definitely corn. But Footloose will work with any type.
2: Motion detection to keep cats and children safe?
3: How
4: thoughtful! So if you love your cat but hate shoveling poop, back us today and you'll be the first to receive the Footloose at an exclusive discounted price. But if this deal were any better, it'd be a steal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: but seriously, it's a great product. Petito.
2: All right. The Behold the litter box no, no, to no, end. No, all- no, no. We're not watching that again. So no. <laughs> Why
1: does Kickstarter do that?
2: It's a robust self-cleaning litter box with health data AI, a cat-centric design, elegant ergonomic smart alerts and deodorizing. Um, Yeah, there's an app for that. So how much would you expect to spend on
1: On this? Mm-hmm.
2: $225. Uh if you'd been on the early early bird, $249.
1: Okay, so knowing that in fact, the retail price is now $305.
2: No. The footloose, not early, early bird, the footloose normal early bird is $299. The normal level is 349 What do you think the retail value is based on those two numbers?
1: 500 Yep. That's fucking
2: ridiculous. $500 for an automatic kitty litter machine that will text you when your cat takes a dump.
1: I mean, I was going to buy this.
2: You didn't even have a cat. I know. I mean, it'd be a pretty cool present.
1: Yeah, I have a friend who has a so cat.
2: So I have a, a more basic, I've had in the past a more basic automatic cat litter machine. And okay. it works pretty well. It was basically like a comb that would go through. What I use now is just um, cedar chips that absorb a lot, and I I don't smell anything. Okay. I go to other people's house, I smell their cats. I don't smell my yeah, cats.
1: Yeah, I don't smell your cat at your house.
2: Um, But yeah, if you're going with normal cat litter, you need some way to scoop the clumps. Okay. And, I don't know, $500 seems a bit much to me. Just a little bit. So, what is your first Kickstarter?
1: It is uh, brought to us by Frank Cho. It's called Ballpoint Beauties. Go ahead, and let him talk about it.
3: Hi, I'm Frank Cho. More like. I'm the creator of Liberty boobies. Meadows and Skyborn. People have often asked me, "How do you draw those beautiful ballpoint pen drawings?" Well, he's, the secret he's is literally drawing boobies I right have now. A magic pen. For Very realistic dollars, looking. You can beautiful have this magic ballpoint pen he does a very good job if you don't have a million dollars then this book is for you if you use the ballpoint pen just right it will behave like a pencil it was in high school i developed this pen style instead of taking notes i practiced drawing in class and over time seems to work out for him and made it my mm-hmm. own this book shows my He's literally drawing only drawing sexy women, And you wouldn't right know that
2: unless you were seeing a visual of this.
3: Included in the book are visual guides to the body parts, an anatomy.
2: Okay, that's a clue there. But we again, it never says women.
3: control and only the best are showcased in the book.
2: Boobies.
1: I kind of want this book.
2: Well, you're not getting that picture.
1: Book of boobies.
2: He's literally feeding one he didn't like in a shredder. It's like Banksy. Sort
1: of. Yeah. Maybe he is Banksy.
2: If Banksy only drew boobies.
1: this a dog. This
2: dog's like, why did you do that?
1: Yeah. Dog's like, what the fuck, man? Let's get some good boobies.
2: So, I'm a little confused by the description. Is it an art book or is it a how-to-draw book?
1: So, the art book reveals uh, ball pen, uh ballpoint pen technique, step-by-step breakdowns, and commentary. Okay. okay. Mature warning. Contains a lot of nudity. We think the book is tasteful, but never, never, nevertheless, you may want to use your discretion if you're gifting this to anybody underneath the age of 18. Um, it's 96 pages at 9 by 12. Paperback, hardcover, and deluxe signed hardcover edition is on offer. More pages will be added if we hit our search goals. Um, Frank Cho's most requested book on social media over the past year. He's been making his personal ballpoint pen drawings purely for himself over the past two decades. And this is the first time these, have rarely, these rarely seen works have been captured into delightful, um, dedicated volumes. So it's his favorite artwork um, all done. So it's kind of like a step-by-step, but also like the final project. Okay. Um. So he's looking for fifteen thousand U.S. dollars. Currently at one hundred and eight thousand two hundred eleven U.S. dollars, twenty eight days ago, fourteen hundred and forty one backers. Um, and this can all be yours for thirty dollars. Um, or the deluxe signed edition, which I'm thinking about for forty five, because he has to sign it with a ballpoint pen. All right. So, um, Big Granddaddy of them all. It is already taken. Kneeling woman, original art tier. The kneeling woman, original art tier by Frank Cho plus a hardcover signed a deluxe edition of ballpark pen and all four signed, all four signed premium prints. Um, the last one available is at three thousand dollars. It's called Sybil, original art tier. The study of Michelangelo's Libyan Sybil. Original artwork by Frank Cho, plus a hardcover signed deluxe edition of the Ballpoint Beauties book and all four signed premium prints. Ships in three packages. All right. So. Anyways, what do you got? I like your next
2: one really a lot. Okay. Funeralopolis is a suburban portrait. The DVD and Blu-ray edition. It's a home video edition of the acclaimed documentary film Funeralopolis. A suburban portrait, including exclusive and limited content. So, the problem is, is this is all in Italian. Let's play it. Uh, We're going to play the video, and I will try to, on the fly, describe what we're seeing. Yes. It's black and white. It's got a lot of awards. There's some vials with substance in it there's a lot of needles. There's a cat. Cat looks confused. People are needles. shoving needles into the vials. Capping needles.
1: Needles are filled with black stuff. This guy with most of
2: his head shaved. And his nose pierced. Skull
1: tattoo.
2: Boiling a spoon. Lady They're at a party. Lady no, a concert. He's throwing More needles, Guns.
1: tattoos, heroin, he's jamming out, smoking out a pipe, rubbing his nose, stabbing somebody, needle, airplane, credit card, smoking, needle, there's a dude smacking bare ass, ass. down the staircase, but not using the stairs, using the handrails,
2: so, this looks like a documentary of young people really living on the edge. It reminds me of... um. We're not
1: done yet. His haircut kind of reminds me of the dudes from, like, uh, Diane Wood. Yeah.
2: What was that Ewan McGregor movie about heroin and in Scotland? Um,
1: You're asking me about a movie. Oh,
2: fuck. Of course I am. It reminds me of that, but even edgier.
1: Okay. I don't know. It looks interesting if it was in English. I don't think you need language really for what's going on there. Probably not.
2: Um it definitely looks it's it's pretty raw. Like I It's a documentary so this is all real. So yeah, um I can't read the backing levels very much because it's all in Italian. It looks like you get the DVD.
1: Something for, in 4K. I got
2: that. You get the DVD for 24 bucks. Um you get the DVD and a fan pack for 30. Um Blu-ray is 36. Blu-ray and fan pack is 42. Oh, to go back, they're asking for um eleven thousand dollars. They're currently fifty-eight fifty-eight ninety nine with forty days to go, so they're over halfway there. I'm thinking they're gonna make it. Let's move up to the top tier and see if we can even figure it out. Um it's three. I love 000-
1: how the names of the tiers are in US, but the description is in Italian.
2: I'm gonna do my best here. Thirty five thousand no, sorry, three thousand five hundred and twenty six USD. Uh, you get the DVD and a Blu-ray insane pack. Includes a DVD, a Blu-ray, Uh, love video camera. So, actually, maybe a camera used in this film. Maybe. Um lo Canida Numerata Alternative Condedicator, 70 by 100. Maybe that's an, a print, I'm guessing. Maybe. uh a t-shirt. Def- official t-shirt, Uh, small, medium, or large.
1: Not extra large. Fuck you, fat fucks, apparently. Hey,
2: heroin... Addicts don't get to XL like me. They they're skinny. Um like me. Soundtrack and downloadable content. So I'm not sure why that's three grand. It must be because it has the camera they used in the film or something.
1: <laughs> we think it's a camera.
2: I'm no, it says video camera. <laughs> oh, it does? Yeah. This the third one. So that oh, must yeah, that must be why here. it's so much. Yeah, it must be. Um, because the, literally the tier below that is 118. <laughs> huh. It has like everything else except for the Last video video camera and there's one left gotcha if you want the camera that filmed the movie you can get it sweet what's your last kickstarter
1: do you like females yes that are creative yes do you like females that skateboard yes okay I got skateboards for girls in creative workshop okay
0: hey guys my name is Lucy Blaze I'm a graphic designer art tutor and creative person in general
1: Like a reggae vibe.
0: I'm building a brand that sparks confidence in young people through design and skateboarding. A huge part of this brand is my workshop, Design Your Own Skateboard. At the moment, I'm launching my Kickstarter campaign to so fundraise okay, like money so I can produce a limited edition of skateboards for girls. The funding will go toward buying blank skateboards so I can run my workshop for free or at low cost across skate parks and community spaces everywhere I go. It will also allow me to expand a range of art techniques and add screen printing technique to this workshop. With your support, we can create a community of creative and fearless girls ready to take on the world.
2: So that'd be pretty cool if you you were like some girl and you could just roll up and like paint your own skateboard for cheap or or free. Yeah. So
1: it's going to have Auckland, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. It's like it's a cool cause. Yeah. And uh so they're looking for eleven thousand and sixty dollars. Um they're currently at two hundred and nine. Oh uh twenty eight days to go, so they got a while. Uh you get a printed thank you card for seven USD.
2: Let's make sure to do a social media shout out for them, maybe yeah. give a little boost.
1: That'd be cool. Um seventeen gets you a digital wallpaper set and plant set and plant a tree. Um thirty three US dollars gets you an A two print. Um. Uh, I'm trying to a t-shirt for 46. I'm trying to find first skate deck 131, which is like. Is
2: it a blank skate deck or no? Is
1: it- with one of the six designs, if the campaign to, is successful, which is like cool, but that's also pretty expensive for.
2: Well, that's not what you're really paying for. You're paying so some girl somewhere that you'll never meet will have her dream come true of her own custom skateboard.
1: So the really interesting one here for me is $651, custom-made skateboard deck, mm-hmm. uh, either handmade collage or design on skateboard deck, t-shirt, and A2 print in this with the same custom design. Cool. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's what I have for us.
2: All right. And if you didn't figure it out by now, all of our Kickstarters started with F.
1: Yes, fan fucking freaking Yeah. Fan-fucking-freaking- <laughs> Fanatical. It go. Sure. Kickstarters.
2: So, uh, games, did you play in this week?
1: Um, I did. Mario Party Switch and WWE 2K19.
2: Are you still having the same issues with WWE?
1: Um, on and off. I'm working with the development team now. Wow. Look so at you. Yeah, look at me. I'm awesome.
2: Um, so I've Played a little bit of Home Sweet Home. Um, some okay. ra- uh, code just showed up my inbox. It's a Thai, oh, it's a horror game based on Thai mythology, and the protagonist is named Tim. So I kind of had to play it.
1: Is the protagonist children named?
2: There are no children. Oh. He has a wife who disappears.
1: Did he, he murder his wife?
2: It's not clear what happened. Um, so I played a little bit until I died. I kind of want to play it in a longer session later. I'm trying to decide if I want to try it in VR or just play it. Just, uh, that's the cool thing about this kind of like resident evil seven. You have the choice of playing in VR or you can just play on the screen. Okay. And I could see from playing it on the screen that it would work in VR. Cause it's a first person. There's lots of tight hallways. Um, there's a flashlight. So it definitely reminds me stylistically of some parts of resident evil seven. Nice. Um, there's some creepy images I've seen so far. Like this woman whose head turns around and she's like got blood dripping down her. And then she dabs me with a pencil and I die.
1: It. They have a nice like altar and stuff that reminds me of the stuff that's in uh, our plug and play office. Yeah, it does have
2: skulls. So there's that for it. That, yes. That endears it to you. Yes, it does. So I'll see if I play more of that. I honestly haven't played anything else except for we just played downstairs, but I don't really think that counts.
1: No, probably not.
2: Um, we, And then we played, you know a little bit of odyssey we did we did play a little bit of Assassin's i look forward odyssey. to cl- climbing even more statues and hanging off even more dicks
1: yes hanging off the penises
2: um so yeah that's what we've been playing this week
1: awesome you're ready for game releases
2: yeah there's some good ones coming up pretty soon but this week we got i want you to notice how many switch releases there are this week
1: oh i'm noticing tim so coming out on october 16th guys we have big buck hunter arcade nintendo switch Crayola Scoot, uh, PS4, Switch, Xbox One, Drone Striker, VR, PS4, Exoter, Switch, Fast Striker, PS4, Vita, a Vita title, wow, that's weird, Gnome's Garden, PS4, Heavy Fire, Red Shadow, PS4, oh, I'm Sweet Home, I'm Sweet Home, Xbox One. Wait, what the fuck? You played it on PS4? Uh Jackbox Party Pack 5, PS4, which I do have now for the Switch. Um Lego DC Super Villains, PC PS4 Xbox One Switch. NBA 2K Playgrounds 2. PC PS4 Xbox One. Phobos or Phobos? Yeah, Vector Prime, the first ring, PS4. Uh Rapala Finishing Pro Series Switch. Starlink. Battle for Atlas, PS4, Switch, Xbox One, Valkyria Chronicles Nintendo Switch, Warriors Orocho 4, PC, PS4, Xbox One, The Hunter Call of the Wild 2019 Edition, PS4, Daru, The Art Cooperation Switch, Pipe, Some Pipe, PS4, RimWorld 1.0, PC. Of course RimWorld would be right after Pipe. Yep. Rimjob version 1.0 PC, Jackbox Party Pack 5, PC Switch, Xbox One, Transport Giant, Game of the Year Edition Xbox One, uh, Blackbird Switch, Drift Le- Legends Switch, Momonaga Pinball <laughs> Adventures, sure, Mammon. my mom likes the Pinball Adventures, Switch, Motor Racer 4, Switch, <coughs> Uh, personality and psychology premium switch wait what <laughs> yep personality and psychology premium nintendo switch resonance of fate 4k hd pc ps4 sinner sacrifice for redemption ps4 xbox one switch season match hd switch Sp- spencer switch spider solitaire black switch Siberia three switch the room switch will a world wonderful world will a wonderful world switch zarvat switch Jesus no
2: it's officially garbage where dark 1
1: souls remastered switch halloween forever ps4 Vita, a running backwards switch the legend of evil switch riot civil unrest ps4 soul cover five six where the fuck that number is pc ps4 xbox one tied together nintendo switch that's pipe, a good game push paradise no, no switch. hold
2: on tied together that's a good game that's a good game and the last one is totally a porn title yeah pipe push paradise
1: Pipe Push Paradise, bro. Okay,
2: that's the one I want to see a, a YouTube video of.
1: Well, we're not going to do that. We're not? I mean, maybe.
2: It you, depends how fast do, I can do get got it. you it up? It. No. Oh, Shit, damn. So, um, I've actually got review codes for several of these games. Okay, talk about them. Home Sweet Home, and then I send an Xbox One code of the, the one right below it, if you're still on the outline. No, to- I'm not actually anymore to Anthony he said it's like the worst game he's ever played. Wait, what what is that? It's the one right under uh Home. Pipe Push. Home. No. Go back up to the top.
1: I'm not there anymore.
2: Um I can't remember the title. It's so forgettable. It's under Home Sweet Home. Okay. I want to see this game Pipe Push Paradise. I already got it. Okay.
1: Here we go. Pipe Push Paradise trailer, bro.
2: Looks like Zelda Overworld sort of.
1: Kinda does. Is he gonna push the pipe or what? He's just
2: running around. He's
1: literally not pushing pipe.
2: He's by. just running around. Like a little Okay, he's doing something. Oh. Oh, oh he made a dig.
1: Oh he pushed some pipe!
2: Okay, this looks boring as fuck.
1: Reminds me. This is
2: if I had insomnia, I would play this game, and it would make me. This fall
1: literally asleep. reminds me. There was a game where you were a mole, mm-hmm. and it was for the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, and I used to play the fuck out of that. But instead of pushing pipes together, you were a mole, and you had to like get around obstacles okay. by digging underneath was them. Is it Mole Attack? I don't remember any anyway. of that.
2: Okay, this game looks, no. All right, cool. Well, that's uh, Push Pipe Paradise.
1: You ready to get on out of here?
2: Yeah, let's get out of here and finish up here.
1: Alright. Until next week, guys, don't forget to check out at Facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. YouTube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. Thebutt smashes.com, plug and play And as always, don't forget to prime and shine.
2: Fuck Nazis i <oversized descriptions>